Let's go. Thank you all for being in tune to Q's Corner. Again, this is episode three. I want to thank everyone for the positive reviews from both episode one and episode two. I've received a lot of praises and uh, some constructive efforts from you all. And I thank you for that because I want to ensure that I convey my message to you all specifically and, you know, to continue to grow. Understand as these podcasts go in number. My only hope is to grow better and to develop great content for you all to listen to throughout your everyday lives. With me saying that, I want to ensure that I structure this correctly. Uh, with this podcast, this podcast isn't necessarily strictly a podcast about relationships and dating. It's about self-improvement and being in a box of thinking for oneself. You know, I want to frame certain things to you all to have you think. All the while get my perspective and you know as time progresses i would like to implement guests and you know go out and interview people and see how they think about specific topics and essences due to this quarantine and everything that's going on that isn't necessarily possible as you've seen in my previous podcast ebonics where i had a multitude of various different guests and we'd interview them this and the third but due to today's events that's not possible But again, thank you all for listening. And we're going to get into the first segment of the show. The segment being positive affirmation. What I want to talk about is the ability of everyone's resonance. The ability to rise when things come our way. Every night, we lay our heads to sleep. You know, some of us wake up in the middle of the night and, you know, we got a lot of things on our mind about how we're going to make this work, this, that, and the third. You know, it's this is easier to say than to do, but I'll still say it. Um, when it comes to life and stress, it's best to not think about what it is that you can't control. And I'm saying that because it's the right way to go about it, even though I, to this day, still am managing that. But... You know, the ability to wake up and take that step out of bed and go towards your purpose is a step that puts you towards your goal. Now, there's a caveat to that. Everybody has goals and dreams. Everybody says, I want to be this. I want to accomplish this. But there's a measure that people often miss, and that's planning reverse engineer start from the goal down to where you are and the steps that it takes to get to where you are you know as far as this podcast granted it's small but in terms of the future goal I would like for this to be a full-time thing where I literally wake up and I talk on the mic for the for a living and be done with that right now I work a corporate job Right now, I'm also in school to get my bachelor's in finance. Thank God I'm in my very last semester and I will be completed. But this podcast gives me an outlet. So it's more so for me about creativity and something that I'm passionate about. 
<clears throat> which coincides to the next thing. Um, when I often talk to people who have a lot going on, majority with work or with kids or family or this, that, and the third, you know, I, I hear them out. Uh, I'm a great listener. And I hear about the things and going on. And they feel so overwhelmed or just so stressed. But I always ask them, I say, well, what do you do for you? Like, do you have your moment of quiet time? Do you have your hour out of the day to just have your me time? You know, and I don't have kids, so I can't necessarily, I know I don't necessarily understand or how that scheduling and all that works. Um, I will say that a mother's job is a very difficult job and a very job, it's a job or a duty that causes you to sacrifice a lot of time and effort. Same thing with the father, you know, because the moment that that child is born, they're no longer, it's no longer about you, it's about them, which I understand. But I encourage people who have children or have obligations to have a moment for your sanity because you can lose track of, of, of you and you'll become you'll come into this spiral of all this stuff that's going on and you know lose yourself so I would encourage someone to do something and this is what I do love about seeing things on social media people like venturing out and trying these new business ideas or trying something different such as a podcast or a clothing store or you know uh, learning a trade or something that's creative that's catered towards something that they like to do I, I find that to be so dope so dope you know versus the working the mundane nine to five and I'm not saying it's nothing wrong if that's all you want to do and you just want to relax you know that's fine and dandy all I'm saying is that don't kill yourself working to fund somebody's dream off of your own energy you see what I'm saying like you have you have to have something for you whether it's you know what every week I'm I don't care how my week is going I'm going to have me a nice quiet sit down in a restaurant and order this and it'll be your thing you know all this rambling and talking about is just that take care of you I know your kids depend on you. I know your husband depends on you. I know your boyfriend or your girlfriend depends on you. But take something and ensure that you have time for you. Because one thing that we can't get back in this world, or there's actually two. Time and land. You can't create more land. And you can't go back in time. So what you do now is going to be a reflection of your future. So even if it's a small step, take small steps towards your potential dream and keep working at it stay cognizant of it all right well this concludes positive affirmations in that conversation thank you This portion of the podcast, I want to focus on something that is highly important. You see, in in episode two, we focused on communication. 
this episode, I want to focus on something that many of you may know, but some of you may not show. And that thing being honesty, trust, tough topics, tough topics, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. Now, as I begin, I want to take a different approach. I felt after listening to my podcast, I was pretty uh, pessimistic about relationships and marriage and all that other good love and happiness stuff. I felt like I, I was talking against it when in essence, that wasn't the case. Uh, it's more so <clears throat> being a contrast to what everybody hears all the time. You know, you don't want to get on the, you don't want to listen to a podcast where someone is saying all the things that you've heard before or going along with your opinion or the popular opinion. No, then I sound like everyone else. So this portion of the podcast, again, will be focused on trust and honesty, which also correlates to accountability. Now, I'll speak for myself in general uh, in relationships have I been dishonest in the past yes Um, have I given a reason to violate a woman's trust yes have I ever cheated never physically I learned something years in the past year two or three ago that there's something that exists called emotional cheating which I didn't understand (laughs) But as I've talked to different women, you know, they've emphasized that emotional cheating is a lot worse than physical cheating. And they explained to me why. And that makes sense. So um, have I emotionally cheated? Yes. I say that to say honesty. I feel like as a man, you can't necessarily call yourself a man until you are honest unforgivingly unapologetically honest what are you afraid of why why do you feel the need to lie you know now I'm talking about harsh truths you know that's what I'm talking about little white lies here and there I understand that like if somebody you know gets their hair done and they ask you how it looks. And you like, if my homeboy asked me, he got a haircut, like, yeah, man, I got this haircut. And you know it looks messed up. But he's so confident in it. <laughs> and he feeling me like, yeah, man, that's cool. Little white lies like that. And I understand. But when it comes down to your woman, I feel like you cannot call yourself a man if you have to lie. Which is why, when I say this now in present day age, you know, the me seven years ago, if I would have heard that statement, I just said, I would have like, look at this old simp ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, as you, as you age, you mature. As you go through these situations, you mature. And I say that to say, I think that's part of the reason why I have never physically cheated. For the simple fact that I feel like (laughs) 
I can I can't hide a lie. Like you will know that I'm lying if I'm lying. And then adding another lie on top of another lie is just crazy. And it's just a continuous job. Remember in this life, a lie has speed, but the truth has endurance. Remember that. Take that with you. So to move forward with that, trust and honesty in a relationship. This all goes to accountability. I feel like every person has been uh has at some point in their life not been accountable for their actions and have lied to their partner you know or is probably holding people who are listening to this now are probably holding a secret that they haven't told their partner and somebody some y'all may take it to the grave with you depending on your present circumstances which you know um to each his own you know but i'll say for my brothers I do want to give sisters credit on this. You never know how much your woman is willing to deal with if you're honest with her from the jump. You know about your situation. You know about your past transgression, your past transgressions or you know whatever you're dealing with now. You know you'd be surprised. And You know, if she's not willing to deal with that, she should at least have the opportunity to not waste her time living this lie that you're living. Like I always say, if you have a husband who's a dope fiend, you you both are dope fiends because you're in that life with that person. You know what I mean? You're still, you're making the same sacrifices as that dope fiend. Or, and I say that to say with lying, that lie you were living the same lie with that person. You know, and it's all fabricated. Now, that's for my brothers. For my sisters. It is uh, a popular popular belief. Or the way that society is measured that men cheat more than women. When it's far from the truth. And I'm not going to switch planes and go to cheating, but... It's equal. It's just that y'all have a secret formula where y'all don't get caught. (laughs) Or y'all are always thinking five steps ahead. And it's just, we just don't find out. We're just oblivious to it unless we really, really do some investigating, which we probably aren't. You know, y'all, y'all do investigating. Y'all know everything from our social media down to our routine, down to everything. But I ask a question. Is it right to have that expectation of your partner when you cannot provide that for yourself? You see what I mean? And granted, there are some women who don't mess around, but there are some who do. So if you want your man who's out there messing around and you want them to tell you what's going on, can you take accountability and say the same thing? Or... Be honest with not even just dealing with cheating, but just life in general about things that you're going through or dealing with. Are you able to be honest and transparent with your partner? And taking that chance to see how they'll react or that judgment for it. 
you know, that's an open-ended question because, you know, it's both hard. It's hard for both men and women to deal with that. But do you know how freeing it is to be in a situation where there are no secrets? Well, not no secrets, but major secrets where there are no lies. You know, <laughs> I dealt with this uh, in a past relationship. I want to use a false name Melody as well. You know, her and I were together for about a year and some change. I wasn't messing around, but, you know, this is at the time where Instagram, like, had the had the little activity thing. And it showed you where, what pictures you liked or whatever, right? So, let me say, this is how sneaky I was. <laughs> it's messed up, but... You live and you grow and you learn. For every woman that I followed on my on my Instagram, I knew who had a protective account or a private account. Because when you like pictures on a private account, it doesn't show up in the activity play activity part. You know, so I had a separate account where I check, see is that private? Okay, it is. I could like that picture or I could I could comment or whatever. Without fear of my girl, you know, finding out. Trifling, yes. <laughs> That's too much work. Too much work, too much trifling. But, and this isn't a most recent situation, but I say within the last 10 years, you know, uh, <laughs> well, eight years. Yeah, eight years. And that was just so much work. But in essence, like, I, I sat one day and I thought about, I was like, what does a Instagram like do? Especially when the girl, chances are she's gorgeous and she has like a hundred and something likes. What is my one little like going to do? Nothing. But you feel the need to validate. Like it goes back to the root word, validate. You like it. Like I see you. But <laughs> yeah, that's trifling. But to to get to my point. It's so much freeing, and it's part of the reason why I'm single, because I like the freedom, but it's more freeing to be in a relationship with someone, and you don't even have to go through them steps. Like, if they pick up your phone and say, hey, man, let me see your phone. Okay, well, let me see your phone. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's another double standard, because if your woman asks to see your phone, and you say, no, you can't see my phone. She going to say, I'm tripping. Why? What am I hiding? But if I ask to see her phone, you know what we get called as brothers? Insecure. <laughs> Why are you being insecure? I ain't hiding nothing from you. And they'll make a big deal about it. When damn well, y'all ain't slick. I be seeing y'all. I be peeping y'all. But anywho, <laughs> I want to live in a space where, and this is all fantasy. Because this doesn't exist. But... I'd be able to like just handle my phone. We just switch phones here. She go through my stuff, don't see nothing. And then I go grab some of my glove compartment, check my other phone. I'm just playing. But <laughs> no, that would be cool. That would be cool. But the point that I'm getting to. No, okay. So my point is I was in a relationship with Melody. And I had this thing like I had female friends at the time. Or like relationships built, and the way that my line, my line, you could, you could, 
bang my line anytime. Like, no pressure. What you got going on? Blah, 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 blah. So, when I got around my girl, when I go to her spot, I put my phone on airplane mode. Just like, not, not because I'm hiding something or cheating, but just like, if somebody calls me and that girl's name flashes on my phone, it's I don't want it to be no problem, even though it really is nothing. Like, that's my homie. Like, if Muse called me and Muse name pop up, you know, my girl will be looking at me like, why she calling me? Da 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 da. Or da 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 da. It could be like three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Like, what's up? Da da da. And we're on the phone just talking. I don't want to take that chance. But I feel like <laughs> that is something that is going to be a problem. She ain't going to say nothing then, but it's going to come up. Or like, I'll have this thing where if my phone was on, uh, on off of airplane mode, I'll set it down with the phone screen facing down. Like, it's just like human nature. Because you don't know who going to call you, can't control who call you. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm single now and I have these quote-unquote friendships. Because I <clears throat> am a person who likes to live in a constant honeymoon stage. I don't like the boundaries. You know, it's various. It's a multitude of various different elements that different women bring to my life. That's why I feel like women are so dope. And shout out to y'all. I just want to say that I love you because since you all, since I've launched this, you all have been my main supporters um, and been supporting me since day one. Or just been a necessarily necessary drive, aside from my other close ones who've been supporting me as well. But and I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna close. I'm gonna make my closing about women. But yeah, back to honesty and trust. So they work hand in hand. So me exercising and placing my phone down is me being a protective measure, saying, thinking, like no matter what's going on. I just want, don't want to have the situation happen where this girl calls my phone and I'm with my girlfriend and we're sitting on the couch and we're chilling laid up and some girl calls. I just don't want to chance it. So put it on airplane mode or put it on silent and my screen face down. It's not that I'm hiding nothing. But I talked to a young lady. Let's call her Tamika. And she explained to me that if your girl is secure and has trust in you, then if a woman calls your phone, you should be able to say who that is, who that is, or you can put it on speakerphone and it can you can talk to her on speakerphone and it'll give your girl that reassurance that you know it's really nothing and just let it be that, or just say hey, you know I'm with my girlfriend right now, I can't. I can't talk right now. I'll hit you up later. And let it just be that. And I didn't think about it in that standpoint, but that just goes back to the point where you never know what your girl is tolerant or willing to deal with. Now, I ain't going to sit here and be a fool and say that every woman's like that. Because <laughs> it's not. And I ain't going to sit here and say that I'm like that. Where, like, a dude is hitting your line and I, my eyebrow raised, like, who the F is that? You know what I'm saying? 
So different strokes for different folks, but I just use that as an example because that's like a precautionary measure to keep from situations like or trust situations developing into your relationship. So trust takes a lifetime to build and a second to be torn down. Ain't that the truth? I don't know where that quote came from. But I hear it often. I hear it a lot. Now, in this case, I wish I had um, some a woman's feedback on this or women's feedback because I always correlate that correlate a lot of this thinking back to social media for the simple fact that this is where a lot of this communication and where all of this is happening. It's no longer the days of. You know the grocery store or unless it's somebody that you work with you know what i mean majority of the cheating is done online or starts online so i wonder if there is a standard that women have of expectation that of what their man's social media will look like or behavior or like uh i don't want to put rules like we're some kind of kid but more so along the lines of if you're in a relationship with somebody, is there such thing as social media standards? You know, or another question I got to have I have is why don't women post their significant others on social media? Like, why not? I don't see I don't see I think that we as people, both men and women, should do it more. Because it promotes love and it promotes black love and unity and more of that. <clears throat> but I can see the different the the other side of it where both men and women don't want to add to their body count. You know what I'm saying? Like where y'all get together and y'all are together for ten weeks and y'all posting pictures and stuff online, then they're all deleted and you just added a body on your account. For the world to see So You know I do understand people And this is the safest way to go about it From the way that I've I've seen people do this Privacy is the best form Of relationships Working You know I seen a, a meme Years ago It said never post your money Your Partner Or something else because as far as you know, I'm broken. Nobody want me or something along those lines. And I think that's a God honest truth. Like, unless you're solid with your partner, y'all are down and y'all are catered towards somewhere. And I do want to take a quick pause and I'm going to end this last little segment with women. How I feel about you all. And yeah, clean up a lot that was missed on episode two. All right. Be back later. Or in a second. Well, this next segment, we're going to speak on validation. Validation amongst your peers, amongst family, amongst 
this world around us, amongst yourselves, amongst your lovers, amongst your offspring, we in, we inadvertently as individuals seek validation. But in essence, validation should be something that comes from within. You know, it starts with having a mindset of abundance. There's a quote that I like to often use, and it's by James Oppenheim. Think about this. The quote says, the foolish seek happiness at a distance, while the wise grow up beneath their feet. That's a real, that's a real quote, meaning that the foolish look out to the world to validate them for the person that they are. Or for happiness while the wise they build that sense of happiness that love that self-esteem within a mindset of abundance I, I say that to say and the reason I wanted to have this conversation is because you know this world and the images that we see as we exist you know and go out and live it pushes us in different ways to where we look to have these specific things to validate success. What is success? What does success mean to you? Is it a big house? Is it marriage? Is it a family? The white picket fence? Or is success to you, you know, being a millionaire and having like dozens of women just like throwing themselves at you daily is success having your own being at peace and building your own self-environment where you don't have to tolerate bs when you don't need to what is success is it a monetary thing is it a material thing is it a spiritual thing is it an emotional thing i personally don't have the definition of success success is relevant in terms of every other person me personally my definition of success it used to be material things it used to be this american dream of a family it used to be and it's, it changes as i've gotten older and i've matured it used to be you know having all this money and having like dozens of women throwing themselves at me you know but success for me is health being able to do things when i want to do things being able to have time time is more important to me now than money money can be lost money can be made time cannot time can but that's just relevant to me my ability to be in control of my life and I say success where I'm able to not have to say oh man I got today is Sunday man this weekend was short I gotta go to bed early because I gotta wake up and get on this conference call tomorrow and deal with Charlie Terry and, and Saina you know all these are fictional names of course but you get my point you know, success is time to me. Success to me is time that is irrelevant. Time is not relevant to where I am. 
not being identified by the essence of time, if that makes sense. Money, if I made, let's say, 80 grand a year, I'm cool. You know, because as you make money, and I'd say about two years ago, I was in a I was in an outstanding place financially. I'm pretty decent now, but man, I was I was really doing it. And no matter what, I was always on to the next thing, like thinking, well, I can make I, if I make this, I could do this. And I can do this to make more money and more money and more money. When in turn, when in time, it's just a hamster wheel. It's a circle of continuous things. Like, when does it end? What is your set amount? Is there really an answer to that? But I want to get back to validation. This world has catered us to uh, utilize as a race material things to validate us you know we have to have these designer labels and these these expensive watches and fast cars and types of clothes that you legit is guns and butter like yeah it's nice to see like oh they got that bag or this bag or that bag but in actuality it doesn't necessarily say things like I had a boss right she used to buy like five thousand dollar purses she was just banking and banking and banking and she once told me like yeah i have this expensive taste for bags but i can't take them anywhere because i'll get robbed so i can't show it i can only just like carry it or being a i just can't take it out like that i can show it on my social media okay cool but the thing that stuck out to me is that she said that it just sits in closets and you know it collects dust and i promise you i know i know it's i'm going about it in a roundabout way but i'm getting to my point we as people and as a race have been taught since we were younger that material things equate to status the shoes the clothes the brands the labels you know I, I see it every day I walk into like a gas station and I'm buying some Gatorade or something and I see these funny looking shoes and I I, <laughs> I lean and I look closer and I like that design looks familiar to me but the shoe looks weird like some Y'all get my point. Y'all seen those shoes, like them space boots or, or whatever. Oh no, these are I can't even name tell you the names of the brands. I'm just gonna throw out some Louis, Gucci, Givenchy, Versace, whatever. I don't even know why people buy them Yeezys. And if you buy Yeezys, hey, I just don't I just don't get it. So don't shoot the messenger. But to the point, we as people continuously buy these material things to project to the world that oh I got this and I got this going on you know I'm making big moves and you know I look how fresh I am da 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 when I wish that there was a feature I don't wish that because that would really hurt some people's self esteem 
where they show off these things, but they have to validate it with an account of where your money is. You know what I mean? I don't wish that because I wouldn't want want to see that. That would be depressing. But it's just that people who are the most insecure use material things to validate themselves. That's a blanket statement. That's not everyone. But the vast majority, they allow um, material things to define them, speak volumes towards them. And to them, like I said, their definition of of success is different from mine. You know, and probably different from yours on alignment with yours. I'm just speaking from my perspective. Now I'm about to get to my point. I want my people to understand that we are a race of consumers. The black dollar stays in the community for less than 24 hours. The Latino community, a week. The Asian community, a month. The Jewish community and white community, three months. Now, really think about that. The silver lining to all these police riots and everything that's going on is that it's encouraging us to reinvest into black businesses. Keep the dollar black. Uplift your brother. Don't ask for the discounts. Pay full price. Give that person a dream or a reason to dream to say that, hey, I can do this. I can break this cycle. I can get out of this economic constraint. But I also mention this to my business owners. I love my people. Lord knows I do. But we have some of the worst customer service. The worst. Attitudinal. Very temperamental. Very short-tempered. A lot of that is based off of what's going on at that employee's home or whatever. But I would just encourage not just the people who are working for your company to exercise greater customer service, but encourage those patrons that are interacting with your employees to treat them with respect. And the respect for the people that listen to this starts with you. Go in there with a positive attitude and be a bright spot in someone's day. You know what I mean? Like that person could have gone through this employee, I mean this consumer, this consumer, this consumer, and then come across you and you're just perfectly fine. And I try to do this when I'm out. Whenever I'm purchasing something or visiting somewhere, I'm always pleasant. I treat the from the doorman to the cashier to the manager, everyone with respect. And it's in turn like I've I've had positive experiences. I've had hiccups here and there, but you know, um, Back to the point, (laughs) again, validation, validation, the, from the validation standpoint, (laughs) in terms of friends, don't keep up with the Joneses, Uh, your real friends will understand your situation, I was back to the spending of the black dollar, but I encourage people to save during this pandemic, you know, granted, this is an opportunity. I look at it like God is sitting here rewashing everybody by putting through putting us through this and allowing us to center and focus on ourselves. Stand in front of the mirror. Face yourself. Be one who comes to everything, any past trauma, any past curses, any past relationships that you've had with people. Come 
to an understanding and rise from it. Do not carry that weight around and allow it to be a reason for your lack of willingness to deal with people or to work through this. And I feel like there's going to be a second wave of quarantine that occurs that everyone takes the opportunity to work on yourself. Face whatever demons that you're working through. Face whatever traumas that you're working through and come to grips with it. I'm not saying it's gonna happen in a day, a month, or a year, but I will encourage, I will say this, talking to someone. I love phone conversations. Well, who? Whoever's listening to this, knowing, hearing me talk, knows that I have phone conversations. I talk for, when we talk, we talk for hours. So, anywho, I encourage you to talk to someone. Not even just about, don't just call them up like, look, I don't even want to get this off my chest. I just need to talk to somebody. Just communicate with somebody. Like, pick up the phone and just talk and build a rapport with people. I feel like, as a generation we're so disconnected because we text so much we don't talk we lose our communication our verbal skills we lose our sense of togetherness like growing up we used to be raised by a village like where we'd be able to go outside and your mom or dad would say hey be home before the street lights come on and you had your community where you're sitting on the little green generator boxes or, you know, shout out to Desi Banks. Like, <laughs> he had the most accurate video of playing outside as a kid. It's because people talked. Their form of communication was a little cordless phone. I remember that was so big, walking around the house, talking on the phone. Texting is a very basic and informal means of communication. You can't measure someone's tone. So, yeah, I encourage people to develop friendships, develop, you know, it doesn't always have to be, oh, I'm trying to get this, get this girl, you know, I'm trying to get close to her and this pop off. No, just talk to people, develop friendships and grow. And as time progresses, like, trust for me, I'm not a trust, I'm not, I'm not very trusting of people. I'm an introvert. But the people that I care about or who I have a respect for, I hold them close. I don't talk to them every day, every week or every month. But every other month we have a conversation and it's like nothing ever happened. But it's because we've built the rapport through communication. So validation from friends. So enjoy the song break. Uh, this podcast will be like a theme it's just going to be samples by some of my favorite artists moving forward and uh yeah hope you enjoy be right back i love women i'm not gonna lie i love women with a passion i do i do i feel like sometimes now i just want to call prince and just be like can we hang because i love women like he love women as we draw episode three to conclusion i just want to take the time to Thank my beautiful sisters for the support. 
Um, the, I also want to thank the beautiful sisters for being the drive. I want to thank the sisters for bringing us into this world because without you all, there would not be any us. You know, contrary to what society says, you all are our very first teachers. You all are the ones who have given us life force, the reason to exist, the the ability to exist. You know, the crazy thing about it is that as advanced as organisms as humans are, we are the most dependent at an infantile stage. And I'm not just speaking to women in, term, in terms of being dope for what you provide for us, but I'm talking about in everyday energy. You know, one of the things that I I see and I love to see it is that women today, y'all are go-getters. Y'all see something that you want, you go for it. Create plans. I'm seeing you all network. I'm seeing a change in the dynamic. I'm starting to see a sense of togetherness amongst one another. Where you're where the mature ones are not talking down about one another, but instead uplifting. And I love to see it. I love to see it. As a black man. I do have this other issue that I would like to see in the future, and I'm just going to hope and speak it into fruition, is that the relationships, and not just relationships amongst love, but in terms of presence and respect, grow between men and women. Because society is not built it's meaning has ways through the music, through propaganda of separating us. And the fortunate thing I do want to say is that you all have not abandoned us. You have not, you've seen the way that society has promulgated the 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 negativity upon us and you continue to uplift us you know I think that brothers do the same thing for you all but the narrative in the media or what's put out there into the world does not show that but I just want to say that your energy it's nothing like <clears throat> being around feminine energy or a nurturing energy. I don't know. I can't put a finger on it. But being around a mature woman. Is such a blessing. I wish I could put it into words. <laughs> so I can give exactly how I feel about it. But there's. Uh, I guess at this point. I'm left speechless. On that specific topic. But I just want to say from. A black brother. And many other black brothers out there who keep their head down, who are building their crafts, developing their life, we appreciate you. No matter what 
the media puts out there, we are not against you all. We not, I don't know, we don't, well, I can only speak for myself and the collective group that I know, but we don't look down on you or feel as though there's nothing in this world that you can't do. I think that my life has changed and my mindset has continuously changed and the cherry on top for it was, you know, seeing my younger sister mature into a woman, you know, seeing her raised. And I'm a firm believer of karma and energy. What you put out there into the world is exactly what you want to get back. So every woman that I interact with, no matter whatever various backgrounds, it's always a first form of adulation and respect. Because I can only put that out there with the hope that someone would do that for every woman in this world that I know and care about, along with my sister. You know, and it's oftentimes um, there are instances where women are disrespected or rejected or criticized or put into a box. No one deserves a box because we're all different. You know, they often say, they used, to, they used to use the term, well, they still to this day use the term crazy. But in actuality, crazy isn't necessarily crazy unless you understand where that person's background or coming from. I had this saying that I came up with years ago, and the saying goes like this. Misconceptions are routine assumptions. It could be environment, people, events, circumstances that a person's dealt with. But in order to get a firm feeling of that person, you must inquire with the intention to understand. You know what I mean? People got traumas. People have things that they're dealing with. But you have to come from a place of being not judgmental. Now, there's a caveat to that. Throughout this podcast and moving forward, a lot of my opinions will come off that way. But all in all, it's from a majority standpoint. But I just want to say for my sisters out there, I love y'all. Y'all supported me. And I hope that I don't like to use the word hope. Hope. Hope to me is delayed disappointment. I want to say I wish because there's actions behind wish. I wish you all prosperity. I wish you all a great sense of success. I wish you all a great sense of mental, spiritual, and emotional elevation throughout this course of life. And I wish that you all continue to grow and embrace each other like you have been recently. Or maybe that you all always have, but it's just being brought to the forefront. But... I just want to say that I have nothing but love for you all, and I love being around y'all. Y'all are the <laughs> the fuel for my fire. Lord knows. But yeah, also the last part about it is that um, every brother out there does not. It's not a reflection of what you see on social media, what you see in the news, what your homegirls talk about, how N A S. And I'm going to say in words ain't sh, for lack of a better word. I say that to say that 
are you talking about your choice in men or are you talking about the one that you overlooked who was down for you ah i'm rambling (laughs) but to close it out i just want to say thank you all for tuning in to if you made it this far thank you for tuning in to episode three please um give me your feedback or most importantly subscribe subscribe on your major um podcast platform whether it's anchor whether it's spotify soundcloud itunes i noticed that a lot of people use itunes but just subscribe you know that way then when i put out an episode you'll get a notification and i don't have to do all this inboxing and you know uh marketing and this that and the third um at the beginning of the podcast as you see anchor is my sponsor so every time i get a listen on this podcast i get paid for it but yeah um to conclude this i just want to say that to all both men and women be the change that you want to see in the world be positive and i guarantee you that it's going to spread further uplift your brother and sister like that person's business post like that person's picture with their family where they're genuinely happy i have to do a better job at that because i just scroll or i just watch stories but support black businesses support black people support people when they come to you with an idea because you may not see it But that person's respect for you may be higher than you would think or could have imagined. And you can be that last barrier that pushes them to pursue this dream. Develop a community amongst your people. Lastly, talk on a daggone phone. But nah, be the change that you want to see in the world. And to conclude this, spread love, not germs. That's my word. Be safe throughout this pandemic. And remember, I I know I'm rambling, but the last part, I just want to include this. Take time for yourself, okay? Take time for yourself. Give yourself a mental break. Take you time. Be selfish. And take time for yourself. All right. We out. And I'll see you on episode four. You can follow me at black underscore one zero one or QS underscore corner underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, It's a link in the bio. You can find YouTube channel, Facebook channel, which YouTube I'll be working on. But you can find all the major streaming platforms. And if you listen for a minute, second hour whatever thank you i love you and thank you for tuning in all right we out peace